Hi, I'm Sia Temberbin. Welcome to the NIA Conversations podcast. I created this platform as a way of reaching out to other people who've experienced pain just like me. You see, a few years ago, I went through something that changed my entire life. It forced me to grow in ways I never thought were possible. It forced me to go deeper within myself to find the answers I so desperately needed. And most importantly, it introduced me to parts of myself I didn't know existed. Through this podcast, I want to share my journey of hope, healing, and just about everything I've learned along the way. I want to take as many people with me on this journey by having the meaningful conversations I've always longed for. Here's to learning, healing, and growing together. Hi friends, welcome back to the Nia Conversations podcast with me, Sia Ben. Thank you so much for joining me once again. I really do appreciate it. I know I say this all the time, but I really, really do appreciate it. Um, Your support means a lot to me and I'm glad that you're part of this community. So thank you for listening um, to new episodes. I hope you're well and that you are taking good care of yourself. And as always, I'm here to remind you that Life always has a way of working itself out. And just in case things are not going according to whatever plan that you had or um, you're not where you thought you would be in your life right now, just remember that, you know, things always manage to fall into place. In case you're wondering how I'm doing, well, I'd say I'm okay. I'm alive, I'm breathing, and I'm taking each day as it comes. And today I'm just here to share what's in my heart once again. And I hope that you are in a place where you're able to receive this message with an open heart. Um, Today's conversation is about how prayer and depression go hand in hand. That is my belief, of course. This is based on my personal experience. And I just want to make a note, you know, that I am not an expert when it comes to mental health. I'm not a trained therapist or counselor. I'm not a professional. I'm just a person who really has been through things just like everybody else. And I just want to share my experience um, with other people or my journey rather with other people. And I can't really start this conversation without um, talking about 2014, which was the lowest point in my life. I think I've spoken about this before, but I want to talk about it again briefly before I continue. I had lost so much weight, you know, this was in 2014. I wasn't even eating. I wasn't sleeping properly. I had no will to live. I had just no desire, you know, for anything. Basically, I just wanted to die, you know. Um, my life was just miserable, you know. It was it was painful. It was heartbreaking every single day, waking up and just feeling like nothing makes sense, you know, just wanting to end it all. I just never had the courage to, if I'm being honest. I did want to end my life, but I just never had the courage to end it. Um, But yeah, I am really just hoping that you know, you are able, like I said, 
to hear this message and are in a place where your heart is open because I really just want to be honest as always um, I want to be as real as I can be so <laughs> it was a really tough year you know 2014 was a very tough year I felt alone you know um, I did have people around me I did have my family even though they were in another part of the country I had a friend I still have that friend who was so amazing who took care of me Gabby <laughs> I want to say your name took care of me and just made sure that I was eating drive me to the hospital at some point I even stayed with her family because I had nowhere else to go I was going through the most you know and I'm really grateful to have had such a wonderful friend and to still have her in my life even today she hasn't changed she's still the same person that she was all those years ago um so anyway at that time like I said my life was just miserable and I got to a place where I was just like yo I've tried you know I've tried everything in my own strength you know to get to a better place I've tried the whole taking pills and taking sleeping tablets and taking painkillers you know just to make the pain go away but that didn't work um I tried crying <laughs> I mean crying helps but I mean it doesn't really it's not going to take things away well it, it didn't let me just say that it helps because you release whatever you're feeling you know um I tried the whole sleeping every weekend every day coming back from work sleep wake up the next day repeat weekends sleeping you know but nothing was working and I just got tired of being tired <laughs> and <laughs> um, I was like you know what yeah you've tried you know so why don't you just try something different some, try some, something else you know and for me that something else was God and I've always known about God I know that he exists I've known this my whole life because I was raised in a Christian home my grandfather was a preacher and you know he was a a, a Oh, a man of God, you know, a true man, man of God. And he really believed in God. So he had this beautiful, amazing relationship. Um, he taught me pretty much everything that I know about God. But the only difference is that um, I didn't have my own relationship with God. I didn't have a personal relationship with God. Um, so I decided, you know what? Let me just go to church and see if things will change. And really, that's what I did. I went to church. I went to Rama Bible Church, um, which wasn't wasn't far from where I, I used to live. And you know, I walked in. I was I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't know what to expect. But I was there. I was present. I was listening with my whole heart. My heart was open. And I was just hanging on to everything that the pastor was saying. After he finished preaching, you know, the whole altar call thing, I went to the front, 
I was sobbing uncontrollably. And then he prayed for us. And although I didn't quite understand what I had gotten myself into um, at that time or at that moment, I can safely say that things have never been the same since that day. I can confidently say it was a life-changing experience for me. And I'm not going to sit here and say now, you know, suddenly the darkness was no longer there. Suddenly things were not painful anymore. I wasn't crying anymore. I wasn't hurting anymore because I'd be lying if I said that. You know, things didn't magically fall into place. <laughs> but I really just started understanding the importance of having a relationship with God. Because like I said, I, I never really had that relationship because I had never had that personal encounter, that personal experience with him. So things changed, even though things didn't really change, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but I know for a fact that that was the beginning of something very special. It was a journey of discovering that God is not only my provider, but he's also my healer. He's my father. He's my friend. He is my comforter. He's my everything, everything that I could ever need in my life. God was it, you know. And of course, at the time, what I needed the most was healing. I needed my life back. I needed my sanity. I needed peace. And so the journey really started. So why am I telling you about God? <laughs> um, because I really just want you to have a picture of him and him in my life. Because he really does tie into today's conversation. I believe in God with my whole heart. I believe in him with everything in me, you know. Like I said, my relationship with him is so personal. It really doesn't have much to do with what I've been told or what I've read about, what I've listened to, what I've watched. It really is something very personal. It's a personal experience. It's a personal journey. It's a personal encounter with him. I believe that God knows about my battle with depression, with anxiety. He knows about the many times you know, I felt hopeless and helpless. He knows about my sleepless nights. He knows about the times I'd wake up in the middle of the night, sweating and crying and just feeling tired and hopeless. You know, he knows about all of that. He knows about the times where I felt like the world was too much. He knows about the many times I felt like giving up. The many times I've called the South African anxiety, um, depression and anxiety group, you know, because I couldn't talk to other people because they, I felt like they didn't really understand where I was coming from, you know. So I do believe that God was with me, always has been and always will be and still is with me even now, you know. But I also believe in the importance of seeking medical assistance, you know, seeing someone who will explain all the mess that is going on in, in, in your head or in my head. I think that's very important. I see therapy as something that we all need at some point in our lives. 
I think people have this miscon misconception, you know, about therapy. They tend to think that it means you're crazy or something like that, or that your life has to be falling apart, completely falling apart for you to find or see a therapist. And I know that with me, I think that's why, or that's how I got introduced to therapy because really my life was falling apart. But I believe that it's important to just seek um, medical help or a therapist, the help of a therapist, even if things are not, you know, going crazy in your life. And I mean, it's it 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 also hurts that you know. Um, I think in the black community, especially, I don't know about other communities, but we have this culture of secrecy. We have this culture of sweeping things under the carpet, you know, when someone experiences something or even like being molested, other people have been molested, but it's things that people don't want to talk about in those families, you know, it's like, no, we can't talk about it or pretend as if it never happened even. And I don't know how that's supposed to work out, you know. Um, so it's quite hurtful if you don't have, you know, the support structure or if you don't have the right people in your life to help you, you know, with your journey. Um, some people even in your own family, your own friends, or say hurtful things to you like you know you have demons or I just need to pray for you and we pray and then it goes away but I don't think that that's how we should approach it you know um I I really do believe in the power of prayer you know I believe in the power of God in the church community I believe in all of that but I also believe in medicine I believe in seeking professional help. I believe that God sends you people that can help you with your situation. And in my case, it was prayer warriors, it was pastors, psychologists, um, psychiatrists even, you know, podcasts, books, um, videos. It was just different things that I've used in my personal experience. And I really do believe that these things all work hand in hand while God is there you know as your healer ultimately he is your ultimate healer but you you I mean you give him your healing process you give it to him you pray about it and then he gives you the tools he gives you the resources you know he gives you the therapists he gives you the psychiatrists um he gives you the doctors he gives you the medicine you know because he's those are his resources do you know what I mean and I mean I still have days <laughs> when I'm not okay I still have days where I feel like I can't do this anymore just last week I was going through the most <laughs> and I still have those days where I'm just like I don't want to be doing anything I don't want to participate in life today and I just sleep you know I still have those days, but I feel like the tools that I have spoken about, the tools that I've been given have really helped me to deal with things better. 
um, I have a better perspective and a better understanding, you know, when days are not as great, I can allow myself to be like, you know what, I'm not okay and that's okay. How do I deal? Do I want to cry? Do I want to buy myself? I don't know, whatever. Do I want to talk to someone? Do I want to sleep and wake up tomorrow because joy comes in the morning? <laughs> um, or how do I want to handle the situation? You know, but I'm, I, allow, I allow myself to cry. Me, one thing about me, I will cry until I feel better. Or I will pray until I feel better. You know, I still journal every once in a while. I'm able to, I'm able to identify my triggers. Um, I used to see counselors at church when we, when, when we could still go to church. I still have regular sessions with my therapist. I go to therapy every month now. There was a time when it was every single week, but now it's like once a month. Even if I'm feeling fine, even if nothing is falling apart, even if I'm having a great day or a great week or a great month, I still go to therapy and we talk about my day and we talk about how I'm doing and where I am in my life. Because I feel like it's equally important to, 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 to talk about the good things that are happening and not just focus on the bad things, not just focus on the things that are not going okay. It's important to talk about the good things as well. So I don't really have to be going through anything for me to go see my therapist. You know, sometimes it's good to hear myself saying, I am proud of myself. It's good to hear me saying, I am happy, I'm content. You know, it's good to hear me saying, oh my goodness, I prayed about this 10 years ago. And to see it happening is so amazing. It's good to hear myself saying those things. So I will never stop encouraging people to go to therapy, especially if you are in a place where you can go. Because I know that financially it's not, um, it's not, how can I say, it's not accessible, um, you know, to everyone. So I understand that. But if you are in a position where you are able to go, I would strongly encourage you to go. You know, but I also strongly encourage you to still pray and to give God, you know, whatever is hurting you or whatever is not um, okay in your life or whatever is overwhelming you. I still think it's important to talk to God about those things. Prayer and therapy go together. You know, the therapist is a trained professional. He's there or he or she is there to help. To help you get to the root of your trauma or whatever it is that you know is not going well in your life whatever it is that is troubling you and you just give God you know your process of healing you give it to him and you hand it over to him and he gives you prayer you you pray prayer as a weapon you use prayer as a weapon and then therapy is the tool or the resource you know that you use to to deal do you know what I mean I have my days, you know, and my nights where I pray and I cry out to God and I say, God, I don't know how to deal with this. God, this is overwhelming me. God, this is hurting me. God, I thought I had dealt with this three years ago, but I see that it's not going away. God, this is overwhelming me. God, this is scaring me. I don't know. I'm not comfortable. I don't like what you're doing in my life. I even say that. I don't like what you're doing. 
You know, sometimes God's will is not, it's not nice. You know, sometimes we don't like his will. You know, sometimes I'm like, God, this layer of healing that is being revealed or this trigger, I don't like it. I don't like where I am. And I cry and I pray and I tell him and I open my heart and I'm just like, God, what is going on? God, help me, you know, help me. Like, help me because I don't know what to do. I still go to God when I'm weak and I'm like, God, I'm weak. I need you, you know, because in the Bible it says, you know, um, his strength is made perfect in weakness. So I trust in that. I believe in that, you know, I go there confidently knowing that I'm weak, but his strength, you know, his strength is still going to be there for me. His strength is there when I need it because his strength is made perfect in weakness, you know, and I don't think I'll ever stop needing God. I will never not need him because I'm not perfect. I will never not need God because I still mess up. I will never not need God because I am not, uh, I'm nothing without him, you know. Um, so as much as I go to God and I pray and I cry and I get intimate with him and I get vulnerable and I, I do all those things, I still go to my therapist and I'm like, therapist, because <laughs> I'm not going to mention her name. This is how I'm feeling today. Or this is what happened last week. And we spoke about this last year and I thought I had dealt with it, but now something else has come up, something new. And then she gives me a different perspective and it's like, oh, that's why, you know, oh, that's why. I mean, my, I think it was last week's um, episode where I spoke about how a certain situation in my life, um, you know, that keeps happening or keeps coming up and how I realized that, um, how I realized that um, it triggers or not really triggers but it, it it validates a certain belief I have about myself and if I wasn't doing the work in therapy I wouldn't be able to identify those things I wouldn't be able to identify things that still validate certain beliefs that are not necessarily true that I have about myself so like I said um I go to God with my heart I go to God with my troubles i go to him with you know the things that i don't talk to anyone else about i go to him the things that with the things that are so embarrassing to even mention sometimes i go to him and i know that i can trust him with all of that but i also trust that he will give me the tools and he will give me the resources and he will point me to the right direction you know he will show me what to do even if it's through a book sometimes you know i can pick up a book and i can read it and i'm like oh my goodness this book is speaking to me you know it's giving me it's giving me everything that i need right now in my current season so i really do hope that this message um encouraged you to go to therapy to seek professional help if you are in a place where you are able to go um that you can still pray you know know that you can still pray to god and can still trust him with your heart and with your troubles with your anxieties with everything that you're going through and trust that he will lead you to the right places in order for you to find the healing that you need in your life and i really hope um and i wish you all the best 
um, in along along the journey. I know that it's not easy. It's not um, it's not comfortable sometimes, but I really do hope that you embrace it. However ugly it might be, you know, and embrace it no matter how difficult it seems and no matter how difficult it may be, just embrace it. And yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Nia Conversations podcast. If you enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to share it with your friends and your loved ones. Remember to be kind and until next time, bye friends.